I'm Betsy Reed, and this is The Discomfort Practice, where I talk to creatives, activists, leaders, scientists, and a host of others about discomfort, about the role it's played in their lives, who they are and what they do in the world, and the value of discomfort in helping us move forward as a society. Discomfort is just the edge of your comfort zone, and on the other side are superpowers. So settle yourself in, and let's get uncomfortable. Well, hello from the midst of a Barcelona summer, during an extra hot summer in Europe and across much of the world. So if you're listening to this and you are in the UK, somewhere in Europe, maybe the United States, you've probably been experiencing a heat wave that we've been having this summer. It's 2022, and um, it's been a tough one. Barcelona summers are always, always tough for me because they're very humid, they're very hot, and most of us don't have air conditioning because energy prices are so high in Spain, I think is the reason. I'm not really sure why nobody here has air conditioning, but most people try to escape the city during the summer months, especially in August, and here I am. I'm about to go spend about two weeks on the Camino de Santiago in the north of Spain where it's much cooler, but... The heat this summer has been mm, unbearable, really hard for me. I've had heat exhaustion like twice in the past month, but it also has reminded me of some things. And I was discussing this with a friend and also with my partner about heat waves and extreme weather and external forces that cause stress and, and what they really give us, what they call us to. So in the past, I have tried not to work in August because I quickly realized my productivity just hits a low. So this year I do have some projects I need to do. So I have been working, well, trying to work in the heat before crashing pretty much in the afternoons and the evening. But the reason that I try to take time off in August is because it's what the season calls for. And so I've got a couple points I want to make in just this probably fairly short solo. As, as I say often, I don't script my solo episodes these days. So whatever comes out, comes out. And whatever length they are is whatever length they are. But um, what I've really been reminded of is that this heat, this season is a call to slow down. That's what nature does. Everything just buzzes slower or takes naps during the day or just hides away from the sun and the heat. But we exist in this system, this capitalist system that has been constructed to treat us as human beings like cogs in a machine, like machines ourselves. And so we've lost touch with natural rhythms. We've lost touch with the cycles. So I would like to propose that if you're experiencing a heat wave well, or not, you start to pay attention to the natural rhythms in your own life and in your own body and listen to what's going on around you. Observe what's going on around you and see if you can take from it cues about how you're meant to be working, how you're meant to not be working, perhaps, and what you need as a human being as part of this ecosystem in which we live. I think one of the disservices of the Judeo-Christian system I grew up in, and probably a lot of you, it's been the basis of a lot of Western societies, is that it puts mankind, humankind, humans, as apart from nature. 
like we've been taught in the past that we're sort of the apex of creation and we're here to dominate it. But in the process, we've kind of forgotten that we're part of it and that we're affected by it and we affect it. So that's led to all sorts of dysfunction. Obviously, here we are in the midst of a heat wave that has most likely been caused by climate change and things we've done as human beings, the systems we have created. But we've lost touch with our part in the system, with our place in the system, our place in the ecosystem. So I would just say, as the heat presses down on you potentially, or as you experience cold in the Southern Hemisphere, my South African friends and listeners are in the midst of winter, as you are in Australia, if you're listening to me there. And what does that season call you to do? Maybe to hibernate, to eat different foods, just start to listen to yourself, start to reconnect with your humanity, but also with the ecosystem and with nature and what it's what it's telling you to do in these seasons. Because as we start to reclaim that, we will start to change the systems around us. We will change our ways of working. We will change the rhythm with which we work. We will then hopefully start to change the systems that demand that we work nine to five, five days a week works, but it's not natural to us. And we can't be worked like machines. I think the pandemic has given us that gift of really broadly realizing that we want something more than to be worked like machines, you know, to be expected to give up most of our waking hours to be part of a system that's pretty much just about making money or about making us want to spend money so we then have to do the things that we are magical, amazing human beings. We are connected to animals and to nature. So um, this is my heat brain. (laughs) waffling on a bit. So I hope that the point was clear there and I hope that you've been inspired a bit by that because I want to change tax now. I want to focus on what extreme weather, extreme circumstances like heat waves maybe are calling us to do, pressing us to do. Because part of what's been going on for me lately is really being faced, confronted with What I've been carrying around that I don't need to carry around anymore. I'm talking about grudges, negative thought patterns, um, just ways of being that don't serve me. Heat waves, extreme weather like this, demand efficiency. They demand utility because we don't have a lot of extra energy to be just thinking shitty things about another human being or dragging around grudges or negative feelings or stress about the news even. So we have to make choices so that we don't totally crash. Because I don't know about you, but when I'm super hot, I get easily overwhelmed. I just wilt. But it's like being squeezed. This hard weather is here to force me to get rid of some of the things that I could probably handle in better times when I have more energy to spare. So I am someone who loves rituals. And as I've reclaimed my rhythm, my biorhythm, my place in the ecosystem, my understanding of myself as a human being, I have been very intentional in creating more rituals in my life. So part of that is actually using the moon cycles, the new moons and the full moons, which obviously happen every two weeks. So once a month, I've got two moments of ritual that are blocked in my calendar. We just had a full moon, a big full moon in August. 
And it was about letting go of things and then deciding what I want to happen in my life next, the big things, the things I want to manifest. And so part of that process, and I did this with my partner, and he, he led the ritual this time, was to write down the things I want to be done with, write down the things that I keep tripping over, write down the things that are draining my energy, that are keeping me from being fully realized as a magical, powerful human being, writing those down, and then ritualistically burning them and flushing them down the toilet. Now, I know that's not the most environmentally friendly thing to do, but as a ritual, it's a very powerful thing to do. Fire is very purifying, and then water to flush it away is also very primal, actually, using those elements. And then after that, we sat and meditated and then wrote down our intentions of what do we want to manifest in our lives, but what do we want to bring into our lives, create space for in the coming month. And you might think this is woo-woo magic, but if you believe in the power of intention, in the power of setting a plan for yourself, you know that it is quite powerful to say, I'm going to point at the fences like Babe Ruth used to do before he hit a home run. So it is about realizing that your thoughts create your reality. And so I let my thoughts wander to what I want my reality to be to what I want next year to be. 2023, I just feel it's coming, is going to be a big year of transition and joy and movement as I probably travel a bit more, as I explore places I've never been, and as I call in the things that I really want to do, the things I really want to be involved in, the kinds of people I want to be alongside in collaboration and community. My question to you, my thought to you as I record in the midst of this August 2022 summer and extra heat wave is what is the heat or the cold or whatever you're experiencing right now that's an external force calling you to do? What is it calling you to let go of? What is it calling you to leave space for? Because in order to call in the magic, the beautiful things that you really want in your life, you have to be able to make space. You have to let go of those narratives that the universe victimizes you, that you are not actually the person who creates happiness and magic in your own life, that somehow things are out of your control, or that the things that are hard in your life are too much to overcome for you to find happiness and magic and impact. So just listen to what comes up for you. Maybe you sit, maybe you're a meditation person, or maybe you just wanna take a walk or go for a run or swim laps or whatever it is that allows you to only have one thing on your mind at a time. What allows you to get into that flow state of just letting whatever needs to flow, flow? And ask yourself what needs to be let go of? What needs to be squeezed out and detoxed and left behind? And then what needs to fill that space? What do you truly want? And maybe you don't know the answer to that question, but first make space. Make space for that answer to land when it's ready about what you want, what will be magical, and what life you actually want to live. So wherever you are, whatever you're experiencing in life right now, whether it's a heat wave or whether you're experiencing something difficult in your life or you do experience something difficult in your life after you listen to this and this comes to mind, just remember it is a gift 
it is a chance to become very focused and to let go of the things that are getting in your way that you might be okay carrying around because you're used to them, because it's your comfort zone. So sometimes your discomfort practice is letting go of those things that get in your way but that are comfortable, but that aren't actually good for you. So some things to ponder. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Send me some thoughts on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at the Betsy Reed. You can also reach out to me on LinkedIn where I'm also the Betsy Reed. Let's share our vision of what magical lives we want to live. Whenever I talk about how I want my life to be, it becomes my reality and it inspires whoever I'm talking to. It's pretty cool. I can feel the magic. It gives me little goosebumps sometimes. Share your magical visions with me. Share your struggles with me and let me know what you need to let go of. Thanks for getting uncomfortable with me. If you enjoyed this episode, follow and like The Discomfort Practice wherever you listen to podcasts, leave me a five-star and written review, and share this with other people. Help me to reach new audiences with this idea that consciously practicing discomfort helps us to individually and collectively discover our superpowers and create a society and a planet where everyone can thrive. Thank you so much to my guests all season. Go back and listen to a few more episodes to hear more of them. They are wonderful humans doing amazing things in the world. Thanks to my team who helped me produce this podcast and for those who inspire me through their writing, their conversation, and their support. So that's all from me for now. Follow me on Instagram at the Betsy Reed if you want to get to know me a bit better, some of my thoughts. And in the meantime, stay uncomfortable.